are back with another episode of Cross Training Miles. I'm Kirby Logan. I'm Will Cobb. And we are back again, another uh, Sunday night on the futon. That's right. That's how it goes. Here to talk about the past week and uh, what we've got going on here at, uh, here at school. So uh, first of all, what we'd like to say is thank you to everyone who watched, or not watched, but listened to the first episode. Uh, we're uh, super stoked that uh, so many people enjoyed it. I'm gonna be honest, Will. It was uh, it was a it was a bigger turnout than I actually thought. I'm gonna be honest. Like I wasn't expecting much out of it, and like the amount of messages that I got and just like the amount of listens that we got was just like. Now I'm not saying we did not break any records by any means, but what right, I am saying right. is like I was just happy to see that that like people enjoyed it. And if they were lying, then that's okay too. But like it made me feel good. So <laughs> I mean, me too. Yeah, we're just doing this for fun. People, yeah, liking it is just a, just a positive, yeah, on the tail end. Last week we were a bit nervous. We hadn't talked on camera before, so there was just a lot of me saying absolutely and a lot of weird, awkward silences. It's a absolutely, for sure. Uh, absolutely. Oh, that was so gross. absolutely. Um, so this week's gonna be a little bit smoother, a little bit easier. I hope so. I think, you know, you got to kind of work out a lot of the, uh, like the awkwardness. But I don't feel like, like we've known each other for a while, yeah. And so like, and we have these conversations anyway. It's just we've never really recorded them before, so mm -hmm. it's you know it shouldn't really change now that like there's a, a microphone. But you know sometimes it can when you're first starting out. Right. But, so. We're just happy that we're here, episode two. Um, yeah, we had some uh, some uh, good reactions from episode one. Uh, I don't think we've mentioned... Have we mentioned the fact that there's actually another episode? There is another episode. Uh, it's in the archives, so the public is not going to be seeing it anytime soon. Uh, we shot in episode zero... That was just so cringy that it was it was I, I just think it ridiculous. was good. Like I think we did great, but like like I said, like I just wanted us to do a like practice episode and just record it and listen to it and see how it went. And I honestly think that like the episode zero was like smoother than episode one. Yeah, in, in some ways, in in other ways, it was definitely. Like, we definitely have things to work on, but... I mean, I get what you're talking about for sure. It's just... I don't know. For me, I think that... I liked episode zero, but... You you really wanted to post it, actually. I did. For a while. But then we decided not to. Yeah. Which was not my decision. Yeah. So... That's on me. Although, I, I feel like we made... In the end, it was the right decision. Yeah. Maybe we'll, we might post it for, like, a... On, like, a reunion video or something? Yeah, just to look back and see where, where it all started. But just so you know, it's not... The first episode is technically not the first episode. That's right. So, well, Will, we're about to start a new week. Uh, kind of recap last week for us, just, like, training-wise. I know I've got some opinions of how last week went, but just kind of tell me how you feel and, like, where, where you're at now. Last week for me went great as far as just physical training. Yeah. You know, I felt stronger. I lifted really heavy on Tuesday. Uh, 
got super sore, had tons of stuff to do on Wednesday, and Wednesday, the day after our first day of weights last week, uh, I died. That's simply the way to put it. I was just dead. How did you die? Um, stairs were an issue for me. <laughs> the stairs were a significant... Like, I looked up the stairs, like in Kung Fu Panda 2, when he gets to the stairs and he goes, Oh, my old enemy. Poe. Stairs. Yeah, yeah, I look at stairs after workouts the same way that Poe from Kung Fu Panda looks at stairs. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Hate stairs. But I think that it really helped me for later on in the week and I think that now I'm much stronger than I was whenever we did those exercises and I'm I'm throwing on a lot more weight in there because I'm not worried about getting hurt right now uh, because I feel like I need to make up some ground and judging by how Friday's workout went I think that just me going hard all the time is going to have to be the solution to my problems yeah so what was our workout on Friday uh, Friday was K's at the creek. It was actually. Which is an infinite. It's. It's it, a, it a little bit different than it normally is. Yeah. K's at the creek was our most infamous workout. So yeah. K's. During COVID year. Run one K's. Uh, Kilometers. A kilometer is uh, two and a half laps of the track. Yeah. So we were doing kilometer reps. Uh, and. I don't want to say specifically all the stuff we did, but it was good. I ran well, and, you know, that's what matters. I think that I progressively got, felt stronger, and I'm definitely in much better shape than I was the first time, uh, than, than the last time that we did this workout. Rather. Have we done Ks before this year? I yeah. think this is our first time doing Ks. We've, we've done plenty of Ks at the creek. No, no, I know, but in this school year, this is our first time doing K's. Oh, yeah, yeah. But during compare, this... Yeah, comparing it to last year's K's. This academic year, this is the first time that we've done K's. Yeah. So, yeah, we did K's at the creek on Friday. Um, Wednesday was more of like a fartlek workout, which uh, is always harder than I expect. Always. And I'll tell you why. The first time we did this fartlek workout was like the f second week of training. Right. Like early August. And we did it at the creek, so it was flat for the most part. This time we did it on the roads, which I thought was going to be an advantage. Turns out it really wasn't, at least for me. Yeah. Because there were, there were reps where like we were like doing our hard minute uphill, which, you know, I knew that was going to happen at some point. Right. But the problem was there were times when we would do our hard minute on the flat and then we would have to do our four minute rest on the uphill. So by the time we got to the next one minute hard, I was like not ready. Cause like I was basically working the whole four minutes just to get up the hill. And then once we get up the hill, it's like, oh, now I just have to go hard again. So it's like for some of them, I didn't really get enough rest. So yeah, Wednesday, I almost puked Wednesday actually. Yeah, you yeah, really so. ripped. You really ripped that workout. I thought you did puke. I was, no. I was definitely making noises. There was a lot of that. Really, <laughs> Wednesday and Friday we ran together for like a lot of that. Yeah, like I, shoulder I really, to shoulder. I really pushed hard on Wednesday's workout early. Well, I mean, I pushed hard the whole workout, but like, we we were given a pace, and I was like miles ahead of the pace for the first like. 
four Ks. We did seven. And uh, I had a, um, a conversation with our coach last week about just like race strategy and like how we should race an 8K in college. And so I'm trying to like put my race strategy and like apply it to my workouts. And so it was really just push hard from the beginning and then like hang on, which I've always been more of like a conservative guy at the beginning. And uh, I think that's kind of what's like kept me out of a lot of like good performances is because I've been afraid to put myself in it early on. And like you have to be aware of the fact that you may not have enough in the tank to, to keep the pace all the way through. Right. But like I, I'm, I'm starting to realize that like that's like putting yourself out there is important for yeah. like good performances, uh, especially in cross country. Now when we get to track that may change, but like right now that's that's what's important i was really hard on the on the rest being faster because the last time that we did this fart look workout the first time we did it this year the rest was dummy slow it was and i i think i didn't have a watch this workout which was ridiculous because this is like the one workout where you have to have it and know where you are and it was the one day that i didn't put it on the charger before i went to bed that's an l so it was just a mix of a bad couple different situations but it made it really difficult for us to gauge for me to gauge pace yeah but I'm really good at feeling out where I need to be so I could tell we were going pretty slow so I ended up leading the rest sans watch no watch yep and I think that we we hit it pretty well so I felt honestly I felt better about my internal pace on that workout than I did the actual reps because I feel like I, I helped us pull the group together. Yeah. But I don't want to just say that's all me because we all had to work together to get to where we were. No, I mean, we, we did a good job of, like, starting each rep mm-hmm. together, uh, which I feel like we didn't do very well the first time. Right. So I think we're, we're feeling each other out more as a squad and getting better as a team uh, for doing workouts together and running together. So that's good. All in all, like a solid week of training. I'm tired. I'm gonna be honest. I'm like, tired too. My legs hurt. Like, I hit sixty miles this week because that's what coach wanted, and so like, I didn't get a rest day because I had to hit the mileage. So, sixty miles a week, man. I don't even know if I put that much on my truck this week. Like, I well, I mean, I may have, but there are some weeks where I don't even put that much on my vehicle. Yeah, same here. I did. I think I did 50. I got close to 50. I don't know if I did. But the beginning you're, of this week... probably over 50. Yeah, I don't think so, though. I don't know. Maybe. The whole... Well, maybe. I don't know. I have to look at Strava and see what's on there. But I... Beginning of this week, we did a run on Monday. Of last week, rather. Right after we recorded episode one of the podcast. And we went for a run... My shins were just so dead. I forgot. Early in the week, your shins were hurting. Yeah, so I had to go see my trainer, and she was like... That was like... That was the two days at post-race. Right. right. That was like, yeah. yeah, just a couple days after the race. It was literally... We talked about the race. Yeah. We go on this run. We get two and a half miles out, and I'm like, bro, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't run. I feel like... I feel like somebody's, like, hitting me in the shins. Yeah. Like, punching me in the shins. So, I had to, like, like I after two and a half, uh, 
just flipped it, came back. Uh, he did an extra two, and I didn't double on Tuesday because I wanted to be safe. So and Tuesday is actually when I saw my trainer about it, um, and she said to just take it easy that day. So I feel like I missed out on at least like five, six miles, like easy, even if I did like a, like a, a low double. Yeah. So. I, mean, I wouldn't worry about it too much. We're what, like two weeks out or 12 days out from yeah. our, our next race. So we got plenty of time to. Plus I know I can hit a solid 60 this week going into it. I, I feel fine. Just got to ease into it. Like classes are starting to rev up, like exams. Mm -hmm. like, I had my first real exam on Friday. And so like it started to hit me that like, oh shoot, I got to start studying for stuff because you can't just like turn in your syllabus check sheets <laughs> and expect to get good grades now. It's September. Yeah. So trying to stay focused with the student part, but make sure that I'm getting everything done on the athlete side too. It's already gone so fast. It just feels like it's nonstop yeah. all the time. But that's okay because I feel like we can handle it. Almost halfway through September. Mm -hmm. We were in... Although running, like, getting back to running real quick, we were in Knoxville. Uh, well, actually, this was before we went to Knoxville for running. We went and did a long run in Knoxville. Saturday. This, yeah, on Saturday. Yeah. So yesterday, because we're recording this on Sunday, yeah. the 12th at night. But we actually went to Knoxville a couple nights before that just to hang out. Uh, I think, were we there Thursday night? We were there Thursday night. We had a teammate who was heading back home, and so we were kind of just celebrating, like, their time with us and then, like, giving him, like, a good send-off. Yeah. So we were in Knoxville. I think I think every single one of us ordered a, a burger. Yeah. It was, like, nine of us from our team that went, and uh, it, it was a good time. It was a great time, actually. Yeah. We went to this place called Not Watson's. Yep. Banging place. So yeah. good. Bussin'. Bussin'. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was... I'm going to be honest, though. We were going to go to Stock and Barrel. What we didn't realize is that currently Stock and Barrel is closed because they caught on fire. I don't know how you do that. Yeah. But they caught on fire. I mean, I do know how you do that, but just just don't do it. How, how, how do you do that? Just don't do it. How do you do that, Kirby? Don't Stock do and that. Barrel, don't do it. Don't do it. Just... See what you did? I really wanted your peanut butter and banana burger, and I didn't get one. No, I wasn't going to get that, but still, just whatever you did, don't do that. Don't do it. Just open. Yeah. So afterwards, we went to, uh, for people that are close to Knoxville, there's this creamery called Cruise Farms, and they have a location in downtown Knox. So we ended up getting ice cream and standing on the corner, and uh, we- Yeah, we which, saw... was, which was kind of weird, like- I thought we were going to walk around and, like, enjoy, like... Because it was kind of getting kind of dark. So you could see the lights of, like, downtown. I wasn't opposed to that, everything. but nobody was suggesting but, that. But yeah, we, we all just stood in a circle just eating our ice cream, which was fine. But at the same time, it was it looked a little weird. We could have walked around. I, I even said something. I was like, this is kind of, like, I don't like sitting around. But it's also because, like, when I'm in downtown Louisville... I don't just stand around, and I'm, yeah. I'm never down there at night you're for obvious reasons. For trouble if you're just standing around. 
Yeah. So. But, but Knoxville's not like that. Knoxville's a lot nicer. Yeah. And, uh, My city senses were tingling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I. But uh, if we hadn't have just walked or like stayed in one spot, it would have been nice. We wouldn't yeah. have had this story we're about to tell. Oh yeah. So you go for this. Uh, this is. So we're standing on a like a street corner, and there's like a like a stoplight or whatever. And across the across the street on the other corner, there's this man sitting like cross-legged on the corner with his back against the wall, and he has a dog in his lap, which is fine. He looks like he looks a little tired. He looks a little dirty. Don't know if he was homeless or not, but it, it, from the looks of it, it looked like this dog was all that he had. Yeah. Uh, maybe he had other stuff somewhere else. He just wanted to watch the pedestrians walk by. I don't know. But it looked like him and his dog were just vibing out on the street corner. Well, from the other end of the street corner comes this this really, like, fancy-dressed lady with her two, like, really cute-looking poodly dogs. I don't know what they were. Expensive. Expensive dogs. Yeah. Like. Like show dogs. Yeah. I don't know why she's in downtown Knox. Either like doesn't make any sense. She, I mean, I well, guess you gotta she walk lives your dogs. in one of those apartments or something like, like that. in one of the lofts. But yeah. I mean, she had some nice dogs. And but she it's was, like it's like she put on like her like business suit just to walk her dogs. It it, it looked out of place for a Thursday night in Knoxville on yeah. that street. So it was kind of weird. So anyway, the story's not about her. But she is coming up to the street corner, and as she's rounding the street corner, this dog in the man's lap notices the other dogs. And it's just just going nuts, like, rah, 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 rah. and the other dogs are kind of like, whoa, bro, chill, like, what's the big deal? And so the woman is like trying to grab her dogs and like pull them close to her, and the dog is like, rah, 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 rah. and so the man is like, hey, hey, calm down, calm down, and he goes, Rico, shut up, shut up, Rico, and he's trying to calm down this dog, um, and we're there, and one of our teammates is with us, and she expresses some concern for the dog. And I'm I understand because because it yeah, looked like there's some discipline going on. Yeah, there was some discipline going on. So I understand. She was like, "Oh, like, what what's going on with this dog? Like, I'll take the dog. Like, I don't know why he's like, you know, so upset with it." And one of our other teammates says, uh, "Oh, what if you?" And he's this this guy's foreign, but this guy says, "Oh, do you?" Uh, what if you offered to buy the dog? <laughs> and then I look at him and I'm like, bro, that's all he has. Rico is all this man has. That's all that he has. You're asking to buy his <laughs> livelihood off of him. It's kind of metal, actually. Yeah, it was... I mean, I know he meant well, but... Man, that's all That's all the man has. So, anyway, we, we, we thought that was funny. That, you know, there was... We had a laugh at, yeah, we at were, Rico the dog. Yeah, we were we were cracking jokes at, at Rico's expense, and so minutes pass by. We don't really notice Rico. Well, we're we're getting towards the end of our night, and it's time to like go back to our cars. And I'm still I'm the last one that still has my ice cream. Like I just eat ice cream slow because I hate brain freezes, and I don't want to get a brain freeze. So I just eat ice cream really slow. And so I'm the last one with my cone, and I get down to like you know like the very last bit to where like you might be able to fit it all in your mouth, but you're not sure because it's like it's just the bottom part of the cone. And so I I put it all in my mouth and I crunch and like some ice cream falls out of my mouth and lands on my hands. So now I've got sticky hands. 
And so oh, we we've all been observing this because we're waiting on this man to finish. Yeah, so they're all waiting the on me. Like we've taken a picture already, and so like after I spilled ice cream all over my shirt too. So you know, there's ice cream. Nice. Like ice cream has been spilled already, so it's not just me. Yeah, but yeah. It gets on my hands, and so now I've got sticky hands, and I don't have a napkin, and I definitely don't wipe it on my brand new hoodie that I got. And so, I don't know what to do. I'm just holding like I've just got sticky hands, and uh, someone. Was it you? No. So someone in our group was like, "Hey, maybe you should get Rico to to lick your hands because you got ice cream on your hands." And so I was like, just joking around. I was like, "Haha, that's probably a good idea." So I like turned my body towards like the other side of the street where where R- Rico Rico is. and this man are sitting down, and like, not I didn't even yell. I just like did it in like a funny voice. I was like. Hey, Rico! And the man looks over and like locks eyes with me. And I was like, oh shoot, he heard me. He heard me say Rico. And so I was like, I don't know what he's gonna do. And so me and my, my other teammate were like, let's go, let's go. And we had the we had the green light to walk across the street, and so we walked across the street as fast as we could. After a super awkward and, pause oh, yeah. before that. Because he was like, dude, he's looking at me, he's looking at me, he's looking at me. And they were like, waiting they were for like, the lights to change. They were like, go, 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 go. Yeah, so we ended up just jaywalking. Yeah, and so I as I was crossing the street, I took like a peek back and I could see the man like consoling Rico. And I heard him like out of the corner of my ear, he was like, it's okay, Rico. He didn't mean it. He, he didn't mean it, Rico. And I was like, oh man, I kind of feel bad. But at the same time, that was like, we had a good laugh. It was hilarious. Shout out to Rico and the homie. I hope they're doing well. Shout out to Rico. And the homie. Yeah. As owner. I hope that Rico learns to like share the sidewalk with other, other dogs. I hope the owner gets some money because he's probably homeless, and I hope that his life gets better. I don't know why you're wishing stuff for the dog. Well, cause, he's not. Because Rico. He's not really the victim in this circumstance. It's the old guy. Dude, it kind of is. Like, it's really not. I, I was like, I was making fun of Rico, like, and I I feel bad. I feel like Rico has like, he, he like he has something to prove. Like I feel like that's why he was barking at the dog so much, because he's a smaller dog. He's he's a homeless dog. Like he's the he's the he's literally the underdog. What about the homeless man? That is his owner. That Will, has nothing. Well, the homeless man really wasn't the subject of this story. So. <laughs> Sorry, bro, but your dog was the subject of this story. Whatever. So. All right. I'm looking over at this. We're loving. We're loving Rico, dude. I have one thing to say. What? Why do you have paint all over your watch right now? Dude. Okay. So. My friend. Um, There's actually so much paint on your watch. I'm actually going to give him a shout out. My friend Colin, Colin Hurst, is the youth pastor at Towering Oaks. Uh, I'm not, I don't remember if he's interim or full time, but I don't know. He is the current youth pastor at Towering Oaks Baptist in Greenville, Tennessee. So he. They just renovated their new their student room. Super nice. Like we we made it like super new and renovated and we painted. Uh just all volunteer. Uh his I know Colin through like his girlfriend is a friend of mine. So when I heard that he needed help for this project, I was like, Hey, I'm free this weekend. I'll help you out. So, I ended up driving 
to Greenville and getting and just painting all day with like big paint rollers. Yeah. And the the color is like a like a like a grayish, like an off gray, like kind of industrial like because it it's looks, an it looks industrial white space. When you're it is. It looks more white, but it's like a light gray, and not like a charcoal. But yeah. The. Uh, that's not really the point. Point is, I had paint all over me. It was on like after I got done rolling before I started doing trim and then like moving stuff for the air sprayer that we were using. Like I was, it was all over my face. I wish I had taken a picture. It was all over my face. It was all over my arms. Every part of me that didn't have clothes on, like you should see, you should see my jeans. My jeans are covered in like white <laughs> specks. Um, like just splotches of paint. So I was covered in this stuff, and I've got really long, like hair. So this stuff just got caked in my hair. So my watch is also still just covered in paint. It's gonna be covered in paint for like a couple days. Yeah. I went to church this morning. Uh, I was looking at a new church. I was going there for the for the first time, and churches. I think churches come as you are, but I didn't want to go looking like I had like a ton of dandruff in my hair and that's exactly what I lo- I've looked like the whole day because it's still in there I still have paint flecks nobody's looking but it's like that white hard. I mean like if I look hard I can see paint flecks yeah but no one's just like staring at you but it's I know that it's there so yeah. it makes me really really self-conscious about having paint in my hair yeah so I have to deal with this for like the next like day or so but it that's okay because the moral of the story is like these kids, like, that was a very small thing, you know, that, like, it's it's just something that is going to benefit other people. I don't know. I mean, it took you all afternoon. That sounds like a big thing. It's, to me, it, it's, not a, it's not a big deal. It's just something that, something small that I can do to contribute and serve and, like, give my time to something that's worthwhile instead of sitting in my room and you know, watching anime or whatever I would be doing. Yeah, YouTube, whatever. That night, yeah. So, it's more like, it helps that he's my friend, uh, and I can help him in that way, but it's also the cause that it's helping for. Do it for the kids. Do it for the kids. Doing it for the kids. So yeah, that was Friday night. Went out, had a burger and ice cream. Uh, disrespected Rico. Bro, I'm, uh, I'm looking in the corner. Is that orange jug over there? Still empty. Update from last from last week. Yeah. No god water for either of us this week. Yeah. Been too busy. I mean, this past week was just busy. Like, that's just how it goes. Like, if you can find an evening where you don't have something going on and you can just go to the source, then you can do it. But, like... It's usually like a weekend thing, right. and it's and nowadays like our weekends are just as busy as any other days. Right. So that's why I don't feel like I'm rested for this next week. Me I'm neither. Just like, I'm just going go go go, even like Saturday and Sunday, no real breaks. I'd like to get to bed at a decent time, but I have a 10 a.m. tomorrow, so it doesn't matter what time that I go to bed. I have to get up at like 8:30, get dressed, eat breakfast, like run in the morning Do probably. The whole- do the whole routine. Yeah. Whole thing. I gotta say, like, volunteering your time to go paint, like, I 
hate painting. Hate it. Like, okay, if you could rank, like, your, like, okay, Will, did you ever do, like, chores growing up? Yeah. Okay, so, like, did you have, like, a list on the fridge, or, like, how, how did it work in your house? How did you do chores? Basically, when something needed to be done, we just did it. So, and, like, so there wasn't, was like, it wasn't, like, this. split up. Yeah, like, my mom would just be like, hey, go clean the dishes. And I'd be like, okay, okay. I go do it so I can get back to doing whatever I want to do. Instead of being like, oh, I don't want to. Oh, I'm busy. Yeah. Oh, dude. I would just be like, unless Were I was, there... like, unless I was, like, on Xbox with the boys. Yeah. Like, at night. And even then, I would, like, try to find a way to pause it and, like, go do that. That, that was always something I found kind of bizarre. I was like... I'll just go do this for like five minutes. Usually it was like, uh, usually it was more like 10 to 15. Like if it was like the dishes, like that takes like 10 yeah. minutes. But it, it just, it makes things so much easier. Yeah. And that, that's why I think it was a good adjustment to college. Like doing laundry, uh, I could, I almost went on a big tangent there, but really quick, doing laundry is not a big deal to me. Laundry sucks but everybody's like bro i can't believe i gotta do my laundry Laundry is terrible and they're wearing like their swim trunks so that they don't have to like <laughs> like do their laundry you know yeah that's how you know laundry sucks is when dudes are just walking around in like their their flamingo swim trunks yeah so, but anyway the reason i ask yeah. is because i was gonna get like your opinion on what your worst chore was my worst like chore? the one you hated to do the most well it depends on what that really depends actually because there were things that i rarely did that like weren't like regular chores that i hated doing i think that the regular chore that was the hardest was mowing the grass really like mowing both lawns and i, I mean i i will do that for my parents now and, like, it, it's obviously because, like, if I'm still living there, like, I don't have an apartment at home because it doesn't make sense for me financially. I only live at home for, like, four months out of the year. Yeah. Five, maybe. No, it's more like four tops. Yeah. But if that's, like, something that – doing chores as an adult is just something that you're used to from living on your own. But as a kid, I hated mowing the lawn. There's, there's a point Because it was so cumbersome. Yeah. Like, and I got paid for doing it on the weekends, so I would get done doing that for work and then have to come home and do it all again. And then there, I, there, I, I did mow my grandparents' lawn, too, for a while. There becomes a point in life where you get old enough to where chores just become life. Yeah. And, like, when that happens, like, you better have taken your chores – Seriously, yeah. Because now it's just like baseline. That's just like baseline stuff. Yeah. Like if you're not vacuuming your floor like once every week or every like two weeks, like you live in a filthy place. Yeah. Like, that's you something. Do the laundry. That's something that I'm kind of bad about, like vacuuming. That's because I don't have a good vacuum. Yeah, I was gonna ask you if I can borrow your vacuum. <laughs> I got a baby vacuum. All right, cool. I'm taking that out to my room later. Yeah, man. But yeah. Painting was never a chore. Like, my parents weren't just like, go paint. But, but, yeah, I, but, I've but, had to paint before. But, like, I hate painting. I don't know why. It's just... I don't... I just don't like it. I don't like how precise it is. I don't like when something is, like... If I mess up, it's, like, permanent, and I, like, really messed up. 
Because that's just like stressful. I think you would have liked what we did because it was a straight up vibe. Not gonna lie. Did you just have like big walls? Yeah, it was just yeah, it was just fat walls. Like I could do that. Yeah, we used big rollers, airbrushes, and like just slapping paint on like big yeah pillars and stuff. I had to stand on like chairs to get to the top of. But it was. I am not a visual artist. I did visual art when I was in school, yeah. and I sucked at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like art shows and stuff. I made a collage where I made like a palm tree out of magazine clippings, and like at the end of the the that piece, cool. at the end of the piece, I just put the Energizer Bunny on there <laughs> from like a cutout just because I wanted to, and I put it in an art show because I was like, this is dumb. I made this in school. One time I did like a stippling. Which was... What's a stippling? Stipplings are like... Uh, like, you create an entire picture with only dots. And it was so clean. It was so good. But then my teacher, my art teacher, made me watercolor it. And it looked like garbage. Like, it, it actually made me so mad. that right. I had to submit that. She's like, well... I was like, hey, I'm done with my piece. And she was like, oh, watercolor it. If you're done, just watercolor it. I was like, but what about, like all this work that I put into it, it's not gonna look good and she was like do it and I was like fine whatever yeah so made me mad anyways that's that's neither here nor there that is tedious but I've never actually painted like a house like this is the first time that I've used like a roller brush yeah on a wall so and it was fun but dude it's still in my hair I'm still pulling chunks out of it yeah but it's a price you gotta pay I, honestly dude it was it was a ball. I loved it. I I'd do it all again, because it was a straight up vibe, just with with friends, you know, hanging out, doing doing work, not necessarily even for the kids, but for Jesus. Yeah. Like, it it was it was just really nice. It was a straight up, straight up vibe. Um, and you get a good feeling after you do something good. And I mean, I I feel like. No time is ever wasted in just doing a nice thing for for other people. Yeah, and it's one of those things that, like, you may never see. Like, I don't walk into a room and look at the walls and be like, ah, I appreciate the people that painted that wall. Like, yeah. I, I just assume that the wall is going to be painted, you know? Yeah. So it's like sometimes you do jobs where you know that you're not going to be appreciated Right. For the job, like outwardly. Yeah. But like, that's not where your treasure is. Mm-hmm. Like your, your, your treasure's in heaven. So, that's cool, man. I'm glad you got to do that. Mm-hmm. But, meanwhile, yeah. I was probably, uh, we, that wasn't even the most exciting thing that happened this weekend. I mean, true. we did a long run in Knoxville. We did? Yesterday. That was before I did all of this. And we went to a, running store and we went to the golden roast the golden roast uh the best coffee in knoxville yeah they yeah they there's a lot of coffee in knoxville i'm not gonna lie probably too much <laughs> but there is no coffee like the golden roast it was pretty good and i'll stand by that yeah i'm i'm a fan i'm a believer i, I had one of their drips it was you're chef yeah it was ethiopian blend it was bussin i have a bag right now actually Oh, shoot. I've got a bag that I'm using right now in my Keurig. It's the Honduran blend. Brown sugar, cherry, and orange notes. 
Get you a little ASMR there. ASMR action. That was probably super loud. But yeah. Hopefully. It, Apologize. We need it. Hopefully, it just equalizes itself. Those are. Uh, After we put it on Spotify. Honduran golden roast beans. So if you're in the Knoxville area, or you like to go to Knoxville on the weekends to study or whatever, check out the golden roast. Check out the golden roast. It's good. Yeah. That wasn't and, even. Anyways, my point in bringing up all that is that's not even all that. The golden roast. First time, long run, UT football game that we ran past, like yeah. the tailgate for, which was nuts, dude. The like, vibes were good. Vibes were high. Today, the bar got raised. Went to the boy Kirby's house. And I've, me and my, my roommate went and uh, my roommate Ray will be on the podcast at some point. Guy's a legend. At some point. Uh, but... Was it like one of our guests? But went to this man's house, had a blast. Um, I love your family. Your family's really cool. Appreciate it. So every time I'm over there, it's just a straight up vibe. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. I don't know. I feel like if they they may be listening to this, but I feel like when I bring friends over, they definitely like to perform a little bit. I think that's all parents. Just to get laughs, but I think you're right. That's, my, that's, my, my parents do that. That's kind of just how all parents are. You've met my parents, so... Yeah, your dad's a great storyteller. My dad is a great storyteller. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe that that's the story he decided to tell you. Well, you know, I'll never forget it. <laughs> that's right. But, yeah, it was a good day today. We, we, uh... We got out there, and, well, Will and I both went to, to church this morning, and then we, we uh, headed over to my house, and um, I'm about an hour from our from our campus, so it's not too bad, but I don't go home very often, um, just because I'm, I'm usually tired from running, athletics, or whatever, and, uh, or, or I'm busy on the weekends with athletics, whether it's a meet or practice or something like that so I don't usually get to go home very often or you just have local stuff going on and I'm the I'm you know yeah I'm not really the same way I can't go home if I want to you got a long drive yeah so I'm literally not going to see my family until our our race in Louisville yeah so that's kind of a bummer (laughs) cow bummer (laughs) it's a cow a bummer baby but like I'll FaceTime my parents and see them and they're gonna drive down for our next meet, which is the week before. So I'm excited for that. Anyways. We had some good food today. We we sure did. Some steaks on the grill. Some grilled chicken. Some uh, some corn corn pudding. Some homemade mac and cheese. Sheesh. Ooh. I'm telling you what. We had some I don't you you give me a you give me a calf from across the country, it doesn't compare to, to my mom's cooking. Guarantee. I don't care what school you're going to. Not as good as my mom's homemade cooking. And you could probably say the same thing about your mom, too. I, I, I believe in your mom. <laughs> She's uh, talking to you, Will, but also if you're listening, I'm, I'm sure your mom is a good cook as well. I yeah. got nothing against your mom. I'm just saying that nothing really beats my mom's cooking. So. I think everybody... If you, this is like a big southern thing too. Is just like or your dad, or your dad can cook. You know, I'm not I'm not leaving dads out. Dads yeah. can cook too. Dads on the grill. I, well, my dad did grill. Yeah. So like yeah, like my parents are just natural born chefs. They're yeah. just good at food. I think that this is especially true for southern families. Like for one, food 
in the South is like the most important thing. Like, like there's 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 God, well, family, there's football, and you then know. food. No, food trumps football. Do you I, think so? Yeah, because well, football it seasonal does come before and after the game. Yeah, so food it transcends football. Like it's a part <laughs> of football, but it transcends <laughs> it because then you have like all the family gatherings that are not football related. Right. Like Fourth of July. You have like all these, all the summer, all the, the late spring holidays. And that's not to say that all those get-togethers don't happen in other parts of the country. It's just that it's tastier in the South. That's right, and that's a big factor. That's a big deal. Yeah. Um. But and also my reason for bringing up the South is like family recipes, homestyle cooking, like soul food, um. Like that, that is just something like you can't replicate. I feel like that's really regional, but. The way my mama, my, nobody outcooks my mama. Not, not in a lie. That's, I mean, you have a predisposition, yeah, to the food that you grew up with. But I'm gonna say I've tasted a lot of cooking, and everyone's got to go with home court. Everybody's got to go with home court. That's yeah. right. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed everything that we ate today. I, I really missed home cooked meals, and this was like. Kind of having me miss at home a little bit. Sweet moment. Tear. All right, yeah. moving on. Uh, <laughs> Sad. Yeah. But I had a ball today. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, what else did we do? Oh, we shot guns. Yes, sir. Some firearms. I I live on a... Um, Put it really bluntly. Unofficial uh, time. Yeah. That's what... We shot some guns. We sure did. But... Got, hey. some, got some loud noises out there. Um, yeah, I, I, I live on... Like a good patch of land where there's there's not another house in sight, and so there's plenty of space to uh, set up some water jugs or some some metal plates and and really get some target shooting done. Um, just enjoy just enjoy hearing the clank of hitting the hitting the metal plate from 25 feet away. We got a little little handgun. Or a uh, hundred a hundred yards away if you're on a, on a rifle. If you've yeah. never if you never shot a gun before, do it. Find someone that has one and ask them if you can shoot it. Sh- shoot it somewhere where no one is, but shoot a gun. It's an experience that everyone should have. And and, and I yeah. would say that your roommate Ray would say the same thing. Like he grew up in Europe. Where you literally can't own a gun in this country. Where it's just not a, it's not allowed. Like it's just not a thing. So he, and so he's never been like around that or experienced that. And so like him being able to experience that, this is actually his second time. Yeah. But being able to to be around that, like he thoroughly enjoyed it. So like, yeah, I definitely recommend it to anyone who hasn't at least tried it. Right. I'm, I, I love the experience of being able to. Well, I really like the craftsmanship, like the like the engineering behind firearms. Like, uh, your dad has a Luger, which is a uh, like a German World War Two era, World War One, World War One, World War Two era uh, sidearm. Uh, it was like their what they had instead of the nineteen eleven. My my dad is a big collector, so he he co- he collects a lot of uh, historical items related to. Uh, wars or conflicts or things like that. And he's a cult man. He loves cult too. A cult. C-O-L-T not C-U-L-T. 
Oh he's yeah. A, he's a cult man. Cult. C-O-L-T. Sorry, my accent can't even do that. But I mean, he loves Smith and Wesson. He loves Sig Sauer. He loves. Um, uh, I'm blanking on the other on the other, a Beretta. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he's he's got a, he's got a little bit of all of it, but yeah, he's definitely got a sweet spot for Colt. Yeah. But just anything that's made well, I just have a lot of love for. Just the engineering behind the way that firearms work, the physics of it. When you go with like speed and the velocity of the rounds, and it's just, it's all it's its own world, and I really like that people have put that much time into, uh, into something into their craft. Yeah, it's a craft for sure. So yeah, we got together uh, for my birth. It was actually for my birthday is why we all got together. My boy turned the big. He's turning the big two one. The big two one on fourteenth. Uh, by the time you hear this podcast, I'll I'll probably already be twenty one. Um, our boy so that's a that's a pretty big deal um, but yeah there's some some presents to open I got some uh, some some running shorts and some running singlets and stuff but there was one there was one gift that I was a little bit like eh. I mean, it just came out of left field De- definitely out of left field yeah it just it may have came from like Behind the dugout. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, did not expect that. But, and it's always a spoof. Like, every Christmas or birthday, I'll always get, like, a pair of underwear, like, boxers or something like that. Or a pair of, like, stupid socks that have, like, a weird saying on them or something like that. Yeah. But uh, this year, it did happen to be boxers. And my mom thought it would be really funny if she put it in a Victoria's Secret bag. And so, I honestly had no idea. I, I figured it wouldn't be an item from Victoria's Secret, but... I you never know. know. One year, my mom did get me like a, like a woman's eyebrow trimmer, and I was like, "Oh, you put this in the wrong stocking," and I gave it to my sister on Christmas morning, and my mom was like, "No, no, that's yours," and I was like actually hurt for like <laughs> like that hurt my feelings for like ten minutes, and then and then I thought about it, and I was like, "Yeah, my eyebrows are kind of bushy. I could probably use this." <laughs> so now I use it. Proceeds to use the joke of now. Now I use it yeah. weekly. So, but yeah, so a little spook, a spoof gift for uh, my birthday, but it was, a, it was a pair of American Eagle boxers that were scratch and sniff. You know, like in the magazine, you yeah. like pull open the thing and you scratch it, it's like cologne. You used to get like a scratch and sniff stickers at school on yeah. your notebook, yeah. and you, they would just all smell like the same... You'd pull them in and be like Kid that. drugs. Well, <laughs> that's what my boxers are, and there's a little scratch and sniff peach on there. You can sniff it and it literally smells like a peach. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, thought you should know. I now have peach scratch and sniff boxers. So, Let's go. Very oh. fun. We're looking like we got low battery on the. The old laptop. Low battery on the old laptop. Oh, so. real quick, real quick. Have you seen the video, of? Okay, did you watch Blues Clues? When you were a little kid, I did, and I know everyone's talking about what's his name, Dave. Yeah, is it Dave? Uh, it's Steve. Steve, I haven't watched the video, bro. I haven't seen it. It's so wholesome. It's like, man, it's so good. It's it's just like, I'm not crying. You were crying. Like yeah. that's like it's. You'll shed a grown man tear for that one. I watched a little bit of Blue's Clues. It wasn't a regular for me, but I definitely did 
watch some episodes growing up. Absolutely. But it wasn't like my show. I just know? said absolutely. It's okay. I think that's the first time. It's it's tolerable. We're getting better. This is tolerable. Yeah, we just got to expand our vocab a little mm-hmm. bit. It was really good. Uh, but with all that being said, I mean, this is pretty much all the time that we have. We talked we for gone? almost. Does it? Does it? I feel like we've gone long. Almost fifty minutes. Oh wow. Okay. Maybe. So, really great wrap up to the week. A uh, little bit of a long one today. Exciting, but exciting, but productive. You know. And next week, I hope that we get a like a little bit of a break on some assignments, and we just get everything organized to where we can give ourselves a break. Yeah. You know. It's important. With all that being said, I mean, I'm Will. With that being said, I'm Kirby. And this is Cross Training Miles. Thanks for listening.